Welcome to the Plan Simple Podcast. I am your host, Mia Moran. Moms have the power to change the future, but not if we're stressed out and exhausted. Looking at food, lifestyle, spirituality, and work, the Plan Simple Podcast is for busy moms who want to create a healthier and happier future. Listen in for inspirational conversations and valuable strategies to plan for your best life. Welcome to this episode of the Plan Simple Podcast. I am so excited to dive into our topic today. I hope you're as excited as me. So I am going to talk about the brain dump, otherwise known as the master list to many of you who have the flow planner. Um, That's how I've referred to it. Um, Up in the air as to which way it's going to be called in the next version, which will be coming out soon. But I've talked about the the brain dump or the master list a number of times here on the podcast, but I don't always talk about what to do with it. So it is a tool like no other to shift you out of overwhelm and into openness, um, into just really being able to tap into yourself. But there are some smart things that we can do with it. So we don't feel like we just did it and then it's done. And I get asked a lot about this a lot. And People who are doing the planathon this week, our five-day adventure in making your fall plan, this was the first step that they took was to do the, the, the brain dump. And so I decided that I would create this podcast so that everybody now knows what to do with it because we used it as that tool to really clear our mind. So I will link in the show notes to an episode where I explained more about different ways I use it, but this one is really about what you can do with it. Before I get into it, I just have a couple of announcements. I just referred to the fact that there is this planathon. Technically, it's still going on, and it has been so amazing to see hundreds of women's goals for the fall and how those are going to be broken down and how they're really shifting out of stress or overwhelm or sadness and into a different energy that is going to bring them what they want in life and this fall. And I know this process because I do it myself and I've done it myself for this fall and it feels really good. So I want as many people as possible to be able to go through this. We've just been doing it live, but there's no reason you can't do this. And I will even be checking in with people who go through it on their own. Um, There will be lots of opportunities to email or check in on Facebook. And I just want as many people as possible to have this tool. So go sign up and there'll be a way for you to get the material and go on your own five-day adventure, at least for the next couple of weeks. Eventually it will come down. Eventually we'll be in fall. But I know that we're all in different places in our transition because school is delayed and different things are happening and we're in the middle of a pandemic. So I really want you to have it. And again, that link is at plansimple.com slash planathon. And we will link to that in the show notes as well. So that is thing number one. The second announcement I have is through the planathon, I've just been paying attention to what some of the repeating goals are. And two big ones that come up a lot always in my community and are coming up a lot in the planathon, no surprise, are a weight loss goal and entrepreneurial goals. So I've decided that I want to host two separate workshops slash mini retreats. I don't know. It's somewhere in between those things. There's some practical and there's also some going deep in my workshops. And 
I'm going to host one about an entrepreneur, an entrepreneurial goal. So specifically for entrepreneurs who want to launch something this fall or write a book or just do something spectacular while maybe having kids at home and worrying about things more than usual, whatever it happens to be, we're going to figure out how to get that done. And also a separate one for people who have a big weight loss goal, whether that's because you're finally ready or because the pandemic had you not eating as well as you wanted to, or you just know it's time to get healthy because the truth is, is that in our current landscape and staying healthy, you know, we, we want to be as health, we want our bodies to be as healthy as possible so we can fight off anything that might come our way. So I'm going to host two separate small workshops. So I'm going to limit the number. And if I get double the amount that I want, what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to split it into two workshops. I really want in the 10 to 12 range so that everybody can have a chance to be heard, to get feedback, um, and that can just be a small, safe container. These experiences, these workshops are going to be a really reasonable price of $27. And again, I came up with this idea fairly recently. So there is no sales page. And the way that you get in is you email Mia at plansimple.com. You put in the subject workshop and which one you're interested in, in the email, and we will go back and forth and figure out how to get you enrolled. Okay. So that's the second announcement. And the third and final announcement is just a heads up that Flow365 is going to be opening soon for enrollment. I'm so excited. I have been really working on getting all of the systems that we need in place with the current cohort um, who are coming to the end of a 90-day season in September. And we've been having a great time. It's been amazing. I just find it's hard to divide my energy between deeply serving that group and marketing it at the same time. Eventually, I'm sure there will be a process that does that. But for right now, it opens in a couple of weeks. It'll be open for 10 days. And then we will dive back into the next cohort, which is super exciting. So that is stuff that is coming up. If you want a taste of what it's like, signing up for the workshop is a great first step. And I have definitely been known to take away the price of the workshop from the price of Flow365. So that would be a good way to, at a very low risk, understand what it would be like to work in this way, um, get a taste of what it's like to be in a small group and working directly with supportive women and a coach and really move forward on what it is that you want out of your life. All right. That's all I got for announcements. I'm hoping all of that seems really appealing. All right, let's talk about the brain dump. It's fall, right? We know this. We're shifting into it. Where I am, the weather is actually changing. And what this means is it's a new season and a time for new goals. And I find the fall is really a time where we are naturally called, and I'm going to use the word that I don't love to be busy. And I don't love that any of us use busy as a badge of honor. It shouldn't be. And it's just what naturally happens. If you look around at animals, if you look at the harvest of vegetables in the fall, like it's abundant and it's busy. And I feel like we're called into that same energy. Now, um, 
we're also in a pandemic and that causes a little bit of a disconnect and maybe even a little bit more stress, a little bit more worry and a little bit more overwhelm. So there is no better time than right now to make a plan for this next season, whether you feel like you're already in the fall because your kids have started some form of education or because you can just tell that as you head into September, you're heading into the fall. If you live in the hemisphere that's in the fall, of course. So again, remember that you can join the Planathon because the whole point of that is to get your fall goals set up and working for you, and you can still join and self-pace the material. Um, and it's so worth having this kind of plan in hectic times. So if you're feeling like it's hectic times, which I think a lot of us are, this will be a really good exercise for you. And of course, it's free. So every time we're setting a 90-day goal or choosing what we ca I call our three big rocks for the week to focus on, or sometimes even when I'm starting a day and I'm feeling either overwhelm or just the excitement of a new plan, I always start with the same tool. And that is this brain dump, this master list. And I get everything out of my head and on to paper. And the purpose of this exercise is to clean out our minds and to really clear a way forward. As women, we hold entirely way too much in our heads. We might hold the fact that the dry cleaning is at the dry cleaner, the dinners we want to cook, the forms that need to be filled out for the kids, the classes we would like to enroll them in, who each kid is getting along to and who they're, who they're not getting along with, the fact that you saw a spare sock behind the bed and you're just going to hold that in your head instead of pick it up because sometimes somebody will need it and you'll remember it's behind the bed, all the big dreams and aspirations that we're waiting for the right time to create, the right setting, the right money, um, the right amount of time, right? All those things that are really ours, they're all in our head. Maybe it's a list of books that you want to read or the three times you're going to exercise this week, right? There's so many things that are in our head and it's just too much. It does not leave any room for creativity, for innovation, or for ease. So what I really want for everyone is just this feeling that there can be ease, that there can be relaxation, right? And all these things in our head, they literally don't leave room for those things. And holding it all in your head not only doesn't leave room for those things, but it actually causes and creates quite the opposite, which is stress and overwhelm, right? So having all these things in our head is somewhat the source of these things. And how cool it is that if you just spend the time to get it all out of your head and onto paper, you can for a moment feel what it's like to not have all these things in your head and to feel creativity and feel ease, even if it's just for a moment. So let's talk about getting it all on paper. So the first step in planning anything that I do, even just shifting out of overwhelm, if you're not feeling like you're even in plan mode, maybe you're just overwhelmed because of the pandemic, because of your current work situation, because the kids have gone off to college, because the kids are going to, the littler kids are going to be home from school. I want you to get everything out of your head and onto paper. And here's exactly how that goes down. You set a timer 
Maybe first you get out some fresh pieces of paper. Let's say that. Do this on some nice, crisp pieces of paper. I love going and taking the lined paper from my kids that they put in their binders. I don't personally have that, but I can go get it from them. I get three pieces always before I start this exercise. I can also sometimes steal paper out of the printer, but get that fresh piece of paper, get your favorite pen, and then sit down. And I want you to sit down at a time when you're not going to be interrupted, when you can really spend 15 minutes in this process with your brain and the piece of paper. And you're going to set a timer and I recommend doing it for 15 minutes. That just feels like a really good time. And I've done this with enough people that I know what can get done in 15 minutes. And you ask yourself, if you're just in overwhelm and you're not planning, just ask yourself what's in my brain and needs to be on paper and just get it down. If you're trying to start a planning process, ask yourself what needs to happen this fall or in the next 90-day season or this month or this week. You can define the process a little bit more. But if you're doing this for the first time ever and there's a lot in that head of yours, you don't even need to say that. You just need to ask yourself what is in my head. And then you just start writing. And you just start writing literally whatever comes up and your brain will start to take you on trains of thought. Like you'll think of something which will lead you to the next thing, which will lead you to the next thing. And sometimes it will feel totally random and that's okay. This is your brain's natural way to get everything out of your head and onto paper. And by the way, it is important that you do this piece in writing. There is a connection between your brain and that pen that is very different from you staring at a computer and typing. So as you start writing, you might put things like call my mom, do laundry, fill out that school form. And you might also have big things in your head, things that you've always wondered if you can figure out, like I want to write a book, I want to start my own business, I want to make X amount of money, I want to fit in those jeans, I need to figure out, find a weight loss mentor, see how that might lead to that. I want to help my kids get more friends. And it's just going to keep coming. I want to plan some fun days, right? Some fun adventures with my family. I would love a beach day. I want to go apple picking. I need to set up the house for learning. I need to declutter the closet. I need to order some school supplies. I should check in with Ikea on that desk that I need for that kid. Remember that the pillowcase is in the basement, right? These things can be random, but this is true. I want to meditate for five minutes a day. I want to remember to walk. I need to clean out the cabinet. The things just come out. And it goes on and on and on for 15 minutes until that timer goes on, off, goes on, goes off, whatever. So get it all from your head onto that fresh, crisp piece of paper and I get asked a lot if it's a good to make an order as you go, like so if it's good to categorize or order, and I really do find that that makes the process take way longer, and it also makes some really important items that are in your head stay in your head instead of making it to paper. Like that's a different side of our brain, one that I'm going to explain to you what how you're going to access it in a minute, but for right now, I want you to be in that right creative side of your brain, just getting everything out of your head and onto the paper and not trying to order it. So just do your dump in the random order of your brain. And if you stop writing before the timer goes off, ask yourself what's missing. What's maybe missing that's just for me? 
What's missing that's so big I'm scared to add it? What are the things that I feel like I just know, so I don't even need to put them on this piece of paper? Ask yourself some clarifying questions, and once you start going, there's always more, and there's always this train of thought. On the other hand, if the timer goes off and you're feeling in the middle of the process, ask yourself, how much more time do I need? I recommend not really needing to do more than double at any time, but ask yourself, you know, how much do I need? Do I need five minutes or do I need the full 15 minutes? And then recommit to the timer and recommit to that alone time. So if you can't do it right away, maybe you take a break, you check in with the kids, you do what you need to do, and then come back to it when you can really be alone with your brain and this piece of paper. And by doing this, you're making sure that you're fully, fully committed. Okay. And at some point you're going to be done, whether that's after the 15 minutes or you've set the timer a second time, and you're going to feel like it's all out on paper. And this is what I teach a lot. I literally just teach this part because this part really is a huge relief to many of us. It's just like, finally, it's all out of my head and on the paper. And in the flow planner, actually, this is in the back of the planner and you can do it at any point and you know that it's there if you need to check on it, but you don't have to worry that it's in your brain. And so that might be enough for you. And that's what we teach a lot. But I also get a lot of questions about what to do with this list. So the real part that I wanted to share in this episode that I haven't shared before is how you might organize your list. So first of all, I'm going to make a little analogy to cleaning out a closet. I feel like this exercise is the equivalent of cleaning out your closet. And if you're following something like the Marie method, Her method is to get everything out and put on your bed or on some flat surface. So you get everything out. And then when you look back at your closet, which is now empty, usually what you feel is a sense of space, a sense of relief, of calm, of joy, because you can see all the pieces and it's not cluttered. And that feels really good to most of us. And so we take that in for a minute, but obviously right behind you on your bed is all the things. And so if you turn around and look at that pile on the bed, you're going to feel a brief moment of dread or not so great or overwhelmed because now you have to figure out what to do with all those things. And so the equivalent is true with the piece of paper. So I find that a lot of times what happens is we get all these things out of our brain and then some people go and just look at all the things and really turn this into a to-do list. And it is not a to-do list. So I want you to put the piece of paper aside for a moment, maybe even a whole day, maybe a week, and enjoy the empty brain. Feel what it feels like to just know that everything you need is on that list. And if you're planning a season or a week within the flow planning process, this is the time, this time where you've put the list aside and your brain is just empty, where you decide how you want to feel for the time ahead. Maybe that's for your fall, for your next 90-day season, for your week, or for today. And actually, that was the second step in our, that was actually both of these things were part of day one of our five-day adventure that we just went through um, or that we're going through. You can definitely still join the planathon, but Those are the first two pieces because we empty our head and then we have this space to really have a deep knowing of how we need to feel right now. 
And so what I want to offer you now is that with a clear mind and a newly defined feeling really being the thing that's pulling you forward, let's now organize the brain dump. So in our cleaning analogy, organizing the brain dump is taking all the clothes that you've dumped onto your bed from the closet and deciding what you want and what you don't want and getting rid of the things you don't want and putting back in order the things that support you better um, now that you've experienced what it's like to have this empty closet and maybe even tucking some things away. So maybe putting some things in the basement in a bin if it's a different season, right? So you're making these choices. And so this part can actually be done with some interruption for most of us. So now we're going to be using the left side of our brain, the orderly side of our brain. And so let's say you have school age kids, you could sit down, they could be drawing, you could just sit at your table and have it be okay if somebody interrupts you. So you could draw different boundaries for this time than how I wanted you to set them for the actual brain dump. And the actual brain dump, I didn't, I wanted you to be like in a very meditative state. For this part, ordering, most of us can have a couple more interruptions. Okay. It's a different energy than actually emptying your brain. So what I want you to do is I want you to decide how you're going to do this ordering. That's the first step. So find a notebook, get some more of those fresh pieces of paper. This is also a time when you could go digital if you wanted to. So you could open a note on your phone if you find that's what you want at the tip of your fingertips. You could open a Google Doc or anything that you use to write in. So that's the first step. The second step is you're going to take out that master list that you let rest for a little bit while you enjoyed your empty brain. And I want you just to read over it. And I want you to find something and maybe multiple somethings to cross off the list. Go through your, your brain dump or your master list and really ask yourself the question, is there anything here that's not mine? Or just doesn't resonate with me right now. I don't need it. So maybe it's something that's just been in your brain for a long time. I need to travel to Africa. And maybe that is a goal that you want someday. If it is, then leave it there. But maybe that's just not what you're thinking about right now. And you know that you'll be able to access it again. Just cross it off. Um, maybe you'll find, maybe that's something you really want, in which case keep it there. Maybe there's something about calling a friend, but you know, you just don't feel like that friend is serving you right now. That's okay. Just cross it off. So find things that just were in your head, but maybe you don't need to worry about anymore and cross them off. This could also be something that just isn't yours. So sometimes things end up on our list that are more about our kids' well-being. They're more in their control. And maybe it, you can just let it go and have it not be yours. So I want you just to feel crossing that off and feel it in your body. Feel in your body what it feels like to let go of something that's on your list. Now, if you're like Mia, everything I wrote down is important. I'm just going to challenge you to find one thing. There's one thing on there that I know you can test out and experience this feeling of crossing it off. 
And the feeling of crossing this thing off is going to teach you similarly how it will feel as you check off things, as you actually get them done. But it's just giving you the disconnect, like the permission that things can be checked off, even if they're done a little bit differently than how you thought they would be. And in this case, it's just because you've decided you don't need it anymore. So that's the first thing I want you to do. For anything that has a time associated with it. So let's say you got things down on your list, like um, go to that exercise class, and maybe that exercise class happens on Mondays at nine, um, or take my kid to the doctor, or um, go pick up the farm share. So anything that has an actual time associated with it that's on this master list, I want you just to go through the whole thing and take out a colored pen or something and or just use the pen you have and just mark it somehow. So go through the whole list. The most efficient way to do this is to go through the whole list and mark those things that have a time. And then what I want you to do is I want you to open your calendar. So whether that's on your computer or your phone, and I want you to just double check that these things are actually in your calendar. And if they're not, put them in there. And this is going to do two things. It's just going to start to teach you that timed things go in your calendar and to trust that you don't have to hold these things in your head. And I can't promise you that you're going to stop holding them in your head right away. But over time, as you do this, you will train your brain to know that, you know, doctor's appointments I put right in the calendar and they're there and I don't have to worry about them. I don't have to spend time thinking, I wonder when the doctor's appointment is because you just know that it's in your calendar and you're going to get in a habit of checking that. Okay. So anything that has time, you're marking off, then you're getting it in a calendar. And as you get it in the calendar, you're, you're making a line through it. So now you have a line through that one thing or multiple things that you decided just don't serve you. And you have a line through all the things that are at a specific time by nature already. They're already at a certain time. Okay. So now the next step is you're going to, if you're doing this on paper, get out some colored pens, get out your kids' Crayolas, um, just get out a highlighter, get out some things so you can start marking some things on your list as you're organizing so that you can be as efficient as possible in this process. Um, if you're doing this, uh, deciding to do this digitally, you might still use those colored pens for the master list because hopefully that was on paper. Um, and then as you get it digital, you can decide if you want to use color too. And what we're going to do is we're going to categorize the list. And we're going to move things from the list to a category. And as we move them, we're going to cross them off the master list. And basically what we're doing is we're making choices, which is all planning is. We're making choices in advance about where these things on the master list go. And we're creating lists to organize these ideas. And so I'm just going to give you some of the lists that I use there's no right or wrong to these. Um, you could have different lists if you wanted, but I'm going to explain why I create these lists. So the first list I create is um, I could delegate or, you know, that's how I say it. I could delegate. And these are all the things that I could ask for help with, whether it's in my business and I could ask for my assistant or it's at home and I could ask my husband or the kids or it's just in life and I could ask friends or parents. So you know, maybe I volunteered for too much on a committee I'm on and I could ask somebody for help on that. Or maybe um, I'm just exhausted from always, always washing dishes and I could 
create a system to delegate that so that everybody in the house pitches in. So I'm going to create that as a subcategory. Now, what I would like you to do is decide your subcategories or decide your categories. There's also subcategories to the categories, which is why I said that. You're going to decide your categories. Let's decide those first, and then you're going to go through the list and assign things in your master list to these categories. So here's the ones I have. I have the delegation one. The next one I have is systems or projects that need design. So as you're going through your master list, there's going to be things that pop up that just need bigger systems around them. They need a plan. So maybe you wrote down, I want to have a morning routine. Well, at some point, what you might need to do is make a plan for what that looks like. Are you going to journal? Do you need to exercise? Do you need to make school lunches? Like what are the things that go into your morning routine? Um, this could also be, it could also be a trigger that on your list you have buy toilet paper. And what you realize is that thing, little things like this always hang over you. Like, do we have, um, I keep using toilets. Why do I keep using toilets? Toilet paper or toilet bowl cleaner or um, detergent, right? So maybe these things are always haunting you and always taking up space in your head. And what you just need is a system to know that they'll be taken care of when they need to. And so you can think through that. Do you want to order it on subscription so that it always shows up? Do you want to put a reminder in your calendar? Um, do you want to have a system for grocery list making so that you know when to put it in? Like what, are, what is the system behind that? And so this can take care this. A lot of times we think of this taking care of big work things, but it can definitely take care of systems that need to happen in your household. And so this is where, as you're going through your master list and you see that something needs a system, um, you will create it. Another example is like, you might end up on your, your master list, like, you know, organize the shoes, um, figure out how to get out the door on time when school starts, if you're going to school, um, uh, get gear for, you know, rainy days. And you might, with all those things, see that what you actually need is a system to organize your front hall. So you're both taking things verbatim from your list, but also making choices and organizing them as you go, as you see like things being put together. Okay. So that is systems and projects. Then the next two categories that we, I put and really makes sense when you know the flow planning system is I have something called pebbles and I have something called rocks. And I'll tell you what they are in case you want to organize them differently or you want to call them something differently for you. But the pebbles are the things that, um, are all the little things, you know, all the busy things. So making doctor's appointments, going to doctors, bringing something to the post office, picking up the dry cleaning. Like these are all things that have to be done, but they're not the things that, you know, later in life when you're reflecting back on how wonderful everything was, you're like, yes, I went to the dry cleaner every Friday to pick up the dry cleaning, right? Uh, maybe you need to clean out um, some closet or, or get the car washed, like whatever it is, like these are the pebbles. Sometimes actually cleaning out your closet is not a pebble. So that was a bad example. Um, but these are the things that you just got to do. Um, sometimes they're the things that feel like they take all, all your whole day, but they're also the things that 
sometimes get in the way of your bigger dreams. And what we do in the flow planning process is really make them so that they have their time, but your big dreams also have their time. And with these pebbles or whatever you want to call this, the busy work um, or the things you just got to do, you could break them down into the flow category. So I recommend having subcategories here as you're organizing. And the flow categories would be, you know, food and wellness is one of them. Lifestyle, meaning home and, and family is another. Om is the quiet moments, the self-care, the space. You might have things in your master list that fall into that category and work. So those are the four flow categories if those um resonate with you. You could also just split it up into like work, house, kids, food, right? That or you could add travel. Like whatever all your categories are that are just like the little nitty-gritty things, those belong here. The second category the second category in these two or, you know, the the fourth category that I'm giving you is is rocks. And rocks are the things that really we will remember later in life. These are the big goals we have and these are the the things that are in our mind that are our next steps or steps we would like to take. So maybe this is a course you want to create or a book you want to write or the huge decluttering project that you want to do because you really want to make your home a sanctuary, um, a place that you love to be. Um, it could be about a food or a health goal you have. Maybe you want to lose weight. Maybe you just want to feed the whole family clean. You know, whatever it is, these are the things that like, really matter. And sometimes there's some busy work involved in them, but added up, these things are life-changing. They they might seem not much different on a given day from going to the doctor, but when they're part of a bigger goal, they're the things that really at the end of the day you're like, wow, like I moved that thing forward. All I did was reach out to a publisher, but that moved my book forward. Or all I did was write a blog post, but that really felt like it moved my business forward. Okay? So those are the rocks. And you could break them down into similar categories. You could break them down into the flow categories. You could break them down into work, house, kids, food, travel, like whatever the things are, um, the big categories that seem to come up for you in your brain dump. Okay, so so far we have we could delegate systems or projects, pebbles and rocks. The fifth thing is next season. So what I want you to start doing is start acknowledging the things that are on this list that you just don't need right now. And some of these might be pebbles and some of these might be rocks, but maybe you wrote down, you know, you want to buy a new house or you want to move the kids to a new school, or you want to find a new job, but you just know it's not the right moment right now. Like it doesn't feel like that's what you need to be doing right now. Maybe you need to first really love your current job, or you have already signed up for this year of school, or, um, you know, it's not the right time for you and your spouse to move, but you know that this is your goal. So, that's what next season is for. And maybe it will be really next season. Maybe it will be a few seasons away, but this is just to acknowledge that what you put down on your master list is something that you definitely, definitely want to do, but you don't need to worry about it right now. And this is a really big one for those endless checklists we have, because this is trusting that what you had in your brain and put on paper will be taken care of someday, but you most certainly don't need to like fixate on the fact that you want to go on a huge European vacation or 
um, buy that house or what, or buy a new car, if it's not going to happen, like if it's not the thing that's happening right now, and obviously like travel isn't happening right now. So put it on next season, know that it's there and know that you don't have to think about it right now. It doesn't actually have to take up brain space. This is really an important exercise and will help you like clear out space, even though some of these things are going to go back into your brain. I'm not promising permanent emptiness. Um, but the more you can trust that some of these things that are going to happen, they're going to happen. They're just not happening today, um, are sitting on this list and it's okay not to have to hold them in your brain while you're trying to be creative or be present with your kids or be present in your, in your health goals. Okay. So that's next season. The next category that I have is I just don't want to forget. So maybe these are things that I don't even think will happen next season. Like, I'm not even sure when they're going to happen. I'm not even 100% sure that I want them. Um, I'm definitely not ready to commit to them. Or maybe they're just things that don't really fit in right now. So things, this might be vacations I want to go on, right? So I might have in my head 15 vacations I want to go on, but that's like one a year for the next 15 years. So I just want to write those down so that they're acknowledged, so that I remember them, so that I'm not scared I'll forget them. But they're just in I don't want to forget. And I start to trust that everything that I don't want to forget, I put on this list. Maybe it's things that you might recall more often, like dinners I want to try. So there's no place necessarily in, the, in my list that's dinners I want to try. But when I'm meal planning and I hit a wall, I know that I have this list that's for someday that I just don't want to forget of dinners I want to try. Um, books I want to read is another one, a similar one, right? So these are just all things that I don't want to forget. And it can have as many subcategories as you want to put them in order. Um, and you might sometimes find these subcategories as you're going through your list and you're like, funny, like vacation kept coming up or funny. There's like 15 companies I want to start in this, right? Or funny, there's like 150 recipes I want to try, but that won't get me very far. So put them in the don't want to forget list. And last but not least, I always have, whenever I do a brain dump, I have a list that's just for next week. So, or you could say next month or like, depending on when you're doing it, right? But coming up soon, I just don't want to forget these things. Um, and this a lot of times for me has to do with business goals or household goals or things that are more time sensitive, but don't really belong in the calendar, like filling out forms that would sort of end up in pebbles too. But if it's really a time sensitive thing, I'll put it in that next week column so that when I'm planning my next week, I just have them all there. And I find that very often, even if I'm doing a brain dump for like the rest of my life or this season, which is 90 days, a lot of times there's things in there that are really, I'm feeling like need to happen next week. And so I make a specific um, list just for those. Okay. I think that's what I have to share about the categories. So again, could delegate systems, pebbles, rocks, next season, don't want to forget, and next week. And of course, if there's any other categories that I'm missing that really resonate for you, um, you know, maybe you think uh, when you're doing your master list and you're a writer, you think of writing ideas. Um, maybe you think of people you'd like to reach out to and connect with. So you can make whatever lists you want and you'll, those will become clearer as you're going through your list. 
Okay. So in the challenge that is currently going on, if you're listening to this in real time, or that you can join if you're listening to it in September and want access to planning your fall, we're figuring out goals and time blocking our days to get them done. That's the whole purpose of this challenge or this planathon. And the brain dump is step one. The brain dump is step one to clear your mind and make the space that you need to see what your heart is calling you to do for the next season. And definitely go sign up for the challenge if that calls for you. Now you know the first step, so you can get started right now before you even get the details. And you will find that once you do this before you plan, it just opens up so many doors. It opens up so many things that you could do. Now, sometimes when I do solo episodes, I don't always go on and share doable changes at the end of the episode. But this week, the person who helps me write these episodes, the amazing Sarah Berry, um, wrote three doable changes. And so I'm going to share them with you because they're really good. And if you're not feeling like this is what resonates with you, or you've already done a brain dump, or you just want more insight of what is your next step, one of these might resonate with you. And I always recommend with these doable changes that you choose one a week and you really lean into it and you figure out how it's going to fit into your life. So this is really great for you if everything I told you just totally overwhelmed you and you don't know where to start. One place you could start is just signing up for the challenge. Um, But if you've just listened to this podcast and you don't know where to start, you can choose one of these things and just really figure out how to fit it into your week. So here they are. Number one, do a brain dump. Set a timer for 15 uninterrupted minutes and ask yourself what you need to happen this fall, this month, or this week, and just start writing. Include little things and big things. Don't organize or edit the list. Just put down all the things that are swirling around in your head and causing you not to move forward. That's thing number one. And you could do this over the course of a week. You could do all the parts of a brain dump that I just outlined. Okay, number two, maybe you've already done that. Maybe you're already feeling clear-headed. Decide how you want to feel. How you want to feel will help you prioritize the things that will happen in your life this season, this week, today, and decide what things might wait for another time. I love the quote by Oprah. She says, we can do everything, but just not always at once. So what word will define your season? If you want ease, how will you handle your lists Um, to be different than if you want to feel connected or energized. So see how how you want to feel can really start to affect how you show up to the time ahead. Okay, so do a brain dump would be doable change number one. Decide how you want to feel would be number two. Cross something off your list. I love to do a list. I love to do a brain dump because it feels good to cross things off. But when our to-do lists are too long, like a whole brain dump is definitely too long to be called a to-do list, it can be super overwhelming. So I want you just to start by crossing something off, making some choice of something that's there that just doesn't need to be there. Maybe it never needs to be there again. Maybe it just doesn't need to be there for now. And 
One of the ways you might do this is you might look for something that isn't even yours, but made it onto your list, which we tend to do as women, and just cross it off. You could delegate something and just cross it off. You could put something on a list for another season and cross it off. Find a five-minute task and do it and cross it off. And just acknowledge how good that feels. Because as you start to acknowledge how good that feels, the momentum will be contagious to your own productivity. All right. That's what I got for today. Next week, we will be back with an amazing conversation that I can't wait for you to hear. So I will see you on the next episode of the Plan Simple Podcast. And one last thought, if you love what you've hear, heard today, please head on over to wherever you listen to podcasts. I love a good review on iTunes. So if that's where you listen to podcasts, definitely go there leave us a rating and a review. This helps the podcast reach more people, find more people who this could be of use to. And so it really does serve a bigger purpose than just feeding my ego. Although I always love reading them. It's really fun to read the reviews and see how it's helping you all and see what else you might want from us. All right. Again, I will see you soon. Bye for now. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Plan Simple podcast. If you loved what you heard, the biggest compliment you can give is to share the podcast with a friend. And if you really loved what you heard, if you want to go onto iTunes and subscribe, rate, and review, that really helps us get the best guests we can and improve the podcast so that we're serving up exactly what you want to hear. I will see you on the next episode of the Plan Simple Podcast.